Elbow, what's up, brother? What's up, Nook? How you doing? Man, what's going on, man? This is uh, show 26, After Party. Man, do you miss the studio, bro? Man, I, I just miss connecting with you and T. Petty in person. You know, like 2020 has been so hard, and I know we closing it out. But man, I'm I'm ready for like a reset button. So I'm ready for 2021, man. I can't wait. Man, it was always, you know, we did the first couple of shows in the studio. And then uh, we would go like to Bertucci's for wine and pizza or Chipotle and whatnot, man. And yeah, man, it's definitely a good time to connect. And then they shut us down like Diddy on making the band. Like the COVID <laughs> shut us down, man. You know, I was, I was thinking about that, like um, just being in the studio uh, with you and uh, and T. Petty, and just um, it was it was in the before times. <laughs> That's what I call it, you know, before the pandemic hit, the before times. And it was just like it's almost like in my mind, it's like a dream. And I'm trying to really figure out, did that really happen? Did that really take place? It was it's almost magical now being in the studio with with the with the two of y'all. And we just laughing and then afterwards going out and enjoying something to eat and just kicking it. I, I think I missed that the most. Man, where was our last meal after the pockets? We went to, to, to the burger place. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, you know what it was? It was we went to Shake Shack. And you know why I remember Shake that? Shack. I, why I remember that? Because we did a we did a segment on like um there was a cop who got a shake from Shake Shack and he thought somebody put something in it. And I, I remember right. us talking something. about that. Yeah, bleach or stuff. It was crazy. It was like, why would anybody put bleach, you know, in a, in a shake or anything like that? And so that's how I remember. That's where we went. That's crazy, man. Then we've been remote. You know, uh, Zoom shut down on us that one Sunday we was taping, man. This uh, uh, producer E has really been like the orchestrator, man. Navigating all this remote stuff, man, has been very, very challenging. Yeah, I, I think we've experienced all the challenges of working remotely that every other person in this country has experienced. You know, we, we have our own stories with that. And I think just the, the challenge of how do you do a podcast completely virtual, uh, you know, we, we've learned a lot about that. And uh, it's been it's been a challenging year, but I think we've kind of overcome a lot of those challenges and been able to pump out like just good content. And I think in authentic ways that connect with what people are going through. Absolutely, man. We're getting good feedback uh, in the emails and, you know, people subscribing to the YouTube channel. So we're definitely down with that, man. A um, couple of notes from me, man. Look, uh, I had to take uh, one trip on the plane. Bro, they are not letting no liquor on the airplanes. You can't bring your own what? liquor. They're not serving no liquor. It's no liquor on the planes. Wow. What's up with these prohibition planes, man? Man, that's that's crazy. Like, now is the time that people need alcohol. Like, one, all right, people already stressed out. They already stressed out. It's a, it's a lot going on. Sometimes you need a little bit of alcohol just to calm your nerves down. And then also, too, it's, you know, alcohol in an emergency, it's a hand sanitizer. So you, you get on these planes with all these people, you know, you, you put a little dab on your hands, you know, depending on the proof of it and how much alcohol in it. So you should be letting alcohol on the plane. Man, they tripping, man. They tripping. Uh, listen, I got uh, some other things. So you remember when we talked about the mummy on the first episode? 
you talking about man the, yeah. the voice how did, how did it go yeah. i can never do it right the mother eh. voice <laughs> eh. Eh. so that's how the um that's how it went you got to go back and listen to episode one but i could not say the word auto laryngological that is the correct <laughs> way to say the word auto laryngology the study of the ears nose and throat Otolaryngologist, a doctor who specializes in the ears, nose, and throat. Otolaryngological, that means of, about, or concerning the ear, nose, and throat. So I had to go back and practice that a couple times. I might not be able to say it one more time, but otolaryngological. So the boy got to be careful with his words because you go with that gological and you're talking about a whole nother part of the body. You know what I'm saying? So I have to. Make sure I, but, I practice that and get that down. But otolaryngological, that's the correcting ear, nose, and throat. You know, that's one of the things I've loved about, like, the 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 show, like, um, all this season during 2020. We was, we was educating folks, you know, bringing in, like, not, if, not only, like, the new words, you know, so folks can know that, but just about all the other topics and things that, that's been happening and been going on. So like we, you learn a lot uh, when you listen to the digital gumbo, but also we coined a, a, a few, um, a few terms too. So those are, those are the words that like are already existing that we just like, you know, showing people like what they are and what they mean. But we came up with some of our own terms, especially like T Petty. I think she has some winners this season. Absolutely, absolutely. Run them down, man. I can't remember them all. I, I'm my brain still hurt from saying auto laryngological. Man, look, I like you. You know, one of one of my favorite T Patties of 2020, like phrases that that she came up with was rookie dick. <laughs> <laughs> that, that had to be my favorite for 2020. <laughs> and, and, and 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 for all you listeners who don't know what that is, that is like we did a couple of stories. Uh, about professional ball players, um, how they was like really messing up, and they was just like making some terrible mistakes from sneaking people in the locker rooms when they were on, um, you know, the COVID bubble. So sneaking people in, getting kicked off the team, and T. Petty was like, "Ew, you did that for some rookie dick? That ain't even <laughs> like you know, you know long term stable." <laughs> in fact, so, old boy Kima Silveran that got let go by the Seattle Sneakhawks, he got on with the Las Vegas Raiders, man. So that's a perfect city for him. Yep, yep, that's perfect. L.A. being there. So so definitely, like, T. Patty had a lot of sayings. And I just want the listeners to know the reasons why she's not right here on the, on the, um, the after show is, like, she grinding. She working. Like, she's, like, she is grinding out the end of the year, on these work calls, like T Petty do some coding or she do something. She I don't know, I don't know what she do. Just like Tommy on like um on Martin. I don't, I don't know her job, but she does some some high tech stuff. So she grinding. Man, she over there minting them one hundred dollar bills. That's what's up. <laughs> Man, you know another thing that I did in twenty twenty uh, on the brand new Funky President episode, and I need to apologize. I killed Cindy McCain. I went what? back and listened to the show, and I said the late Cindy McCain. I meant the late John McCain. Cindy McCain, his wife, is very much alive and wow. uh, campaigned in Arizona <laughs> for President-elect Biden. So Cindy 
McCain is alive. I'd like to apologize at this time. Um, no, she is alive. She's not <laughs> late. She's on time. She was early and she was on time and she's alive. So I, I killed Cindy McCain, but she is not dead. She is alive. So I just wanted to just get that together. Yep. If you if you if you're alive and kicking it in 2020, yeah, it's been a good year. It's exactly. been a good year. If you can say that, it's been a good year. Now you know who else died in 2020? Let me run this down here. All right. Mr. Peanut, Uncle Ben, Aunt Jemima, Rastus <laughs> from Queen or Wheat, Mrs. Butterworth, and the Eskimo from Eskimo Pies. Your boy went to 7-Eleven, wow. right? I can't keep the ice cream in the house. One, I'm lactose intolerant. Two, I ain't supposed to be eating that shit anyway. But I went to go get me an Eskimo pie, and it's called Edie's Pie. E-D-Y, <laughs> apostrophe, that's like the Edie's ice cream. They just 86 the uh, Eskimo all together. So just your thoughts on them 86 and these racist brands in 2020. Yeah, it was, it was way overdue, right? Like, it took 2020 and racial unrest, uh, you know, systemic racism to be brought to the front. And you had all the brands kind of fall like dominoes. Every single one that you mentioned back to back, uh, folks started realizing like, oh my God, we got to change this. And it's, it's crazy to think about. It took the massive amounts of folks hitting the streets before folks started to really take that serious and understand the significance of that. And I think the grandest one, right, the, the biggest uh, you know, kind of realization came in the Washington football team. Yes. Changing its name. I think that was a culminating piece, um, you know, when you think about 2020. So a, a lot happened in folks' um, consciousness when it came to racial justice and then, you know, corporations moving to, like, reconcile some of that. Now, it's still, the story has to be written on what else it looks like and how they embrace racial justice going forward. But that was the story of 2020. And you know that they ain't had no plan for the Washington football team because they just called the Washington football team. They're like, well, we're going to keep that, that was the that was the most simplest thing ever. It's like they ain't get that no thought. Like, we ain't even, we ain't even consider this. Just call it the Washington football team. They, they could have been had done that. So we'll see uh, what the name changes to, if any, for 2021. Bro, I was wrong. I said Uber Eats and Lyft Eats was going out of business. Wrong. <laughs> well, had that little bit of dip right after the pandemic started, right? And yep. your boy done been on Uber Eats about three, four times since it's been out. And they uh, stock continues to climb, man. So what's up? You've been hitting the Uber Eats? Is people coming and dropping off the, the food? What's going on? Man, I've been hitting all of them. I've been, I've been like searching on to see who's the cheapest from like Uber Eats to Postmates to, uh, what's the other 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 names of all the like the the different brands out there? I've been trying them all to kind of get your know, food delivered. But you know, it's like we we did a show in 2020 where we talked about food delivery and how like you know people would would like you know drivers would sneak some of the French fries and some of the things <laughs> from, from when you do. And I, I still believe they do that. And so like to this day. Um, I don't order drinks. Yeah. Um, yeah. when it when it comes to, to food delivery, like no drinks with straws. I might do like a, a two liter that's closed up, but no drinks with straws because cause I cause I said on one of the podcasts, I think if I was a little thirsty, 
I might take a sip. <laughs> so I was like, if it crossed my mind, it probably crossed other people's mind. So I don't order drinks with straws. And you know I don't drink tap water, but if it came down to drinking tap water from the house or getting a beverage, I ain't drinking that beverage. Even if it's free, they just get it and I just... just... If it's free, that's no. That's exactly no. Because there ain't no such thing as free. Mm -mm, I just go ahead and just give it to the plant. I don't know if the nitrous oxide and the diet coke will help a plant, but your boy ain't drinking that. So what's going on with that? Man, um, real quick, I've been watching this show on Vice called I Was a Teenage Felon. It's great. It's about what? all these drug dealers and counterfeiters and shysty people as teenagers, and then they reformed once they uh, did their bid and whatnot, and actually is out here owning businesses, man. So I Was a Teenage Felon on Vice, man. What you been watching? Man, I've been watching some of everything. You know, one of the uh, craziest things I think I've been watching is I've been trying to spend time with my daughter, who's 11 years old. Okay. So we've been watching this show called Once Upon a Time. And for folks who don't know that show, it is based on fairy tale characters, but like in real life. Oh, so wow. like you would have, you know, Snow White and Prince Charming in real life, but it got real like crazy because, you know, they they started touching on adult topics. Oh, while I was like, you know, like watching them with the, and it was just, it's, it's crazy. It was like, you know, Snow White and Prince Charming, they had a child and that child, you know, grew up and then they started dating somebody and then it just created this whole kind of chaos. So it was like, it was a lot more than I anticipated. So I've been, I've been watching that. And I think one of my favorite, favorite shows so far from um, 2020, I've been, I've been checking out going back is I'm, I'm a Trekkie. So Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> and uh, so Star Trek Discovery, the new one, actually has a, a sister who is the um, the protagonist there. So it, okay. it's been amazing. So lots of great shows that's, that's been happening in 2020. Okay. Now we talked about the Uber Eats, um, the Buggy app. You know, when you can call and get some groceries and stuff like that. Yep. Has the Buggy app improved with the AI and what's been the accuracy level? By the way, appreciate the mini muffins that you sent, bro. Definitely appreciate that. I'm glad you got it. My, my son was like, he was he was tired of you stealing his muffins, so we sent you some. Appreciate that. But yeah, has the uh, buggy app uh, accuracy improved in 2020? You know, not really. Like it, it, they still like when they go to replace stuff. Yeah. That you order, it is it is always whack. I don't I don't care what it is. And I, you know, I, I chalk that up as I don't care how good the technology is, you still got people behind it. Yep. So like if they if people is in a grocery store and you you have something there that they're looking at that they're supposed to pick up and they don't have it, I think you only get like a good three minutes for that person to look for it before they don't care no more. It's like, yeah, they wanted some green beans. I'm just getting them some <laughs> I'm just getting them some um some peas. <laughs> They'll be fine. Especially if you don't eat peas, man. You'd be mad as hell. Yep, exactly. Man, yo, you know, uh, we talked about the lady. She named her baby COVID. You know these pandemic babies is coming, like, starting this month, man. It's like about nine months, 40 weeks, right after the pandemic really started, started. So what you think about what's going to happen, man? These nurses ain't going to have a day off, bro. Man, and it's going to be tough, too, right? Because, like, all these babies coming. Um, you know, you had the pandemic, so people was like, they locked up in the house, they ain't got nothing to do. So, you know, of course, it's going to lead to making making more babies. But the challenge is, 
the economy is really struggling right now, right? Like that's the impact of the pandemic, right? Businesses are kind of shutting down. People are losing their jobs. So you got all these kids that are being born, right? But we're still going to be feeling the effects of the economy. So it's going to be kids and families that's going to be struggling. Kids are expensive. And not to mention, um, you know, starting with just the healthcare system, right? Like you got to get adequate health care during that whole year, you know, nine months while you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Man, they said it's between 384K and half a million. They said 384K for a boy and about half a million for a girl from zero to 18, man. So that's a lot of bread. You right, bro? Yeah, you still there? Yeah, I cut out. I think this is this has been the other challenge of 2020. <laughs> Unstable internet. <laughs> you, you think you good? You be you be on a call, you be talking to somebody, and then everything go black. It's just like everything cut out. Chad, think, Chad, you're <laughs> muted. Your microphone is muted. <laughs> yeah, it's man. the internet. Man. Oh my God. If, if, if the, the story of 2020 is internet access. And that the ability of, of for folks to get get that access of, of great internet. Man, when um, you know, one of my homeboys had moved like right in like February, and he put in an appointment, he just snuck it in before they started with the COVID breakdowns. Like none of the services for internet, if you wasn't hooked up, you wasn't gonna get hooked up. The only thing <laughs> they was doing was to hook it up yourself with the tower and all that stuff. Wow. They said if we gotta come in and drill some holes in the wall. It's like a three month wait. They Ooh. got back to normal in about June, but man, from like March, April, May, they was like, you know, four, five, six week minimum wait. We'll call you back. And you know, they needed that money too. So yep. you know, it was a different time, bro. Different time. Yep. It is, it is, you know, and you kind of think about like um, all that like backlog of like people realizing like, hey, I'm going to be at home. What are the things I need to be able to function? The internet is kind of one of them. But I think also another story of 2020 was people trying to figure out, like, how do you deal with being in the house and then doing all those things that you need to do from internet service. Another one is like gyms. Yeah. Gyms closed down. So yeah. people were like, we're at home trying to figure out, like, well, what do we do? You know, do we build in-home little gyms? I, I know I tried to get some, like, weights. I was like, I just need to get some weights and, like, you know, just something so I can, like, work out. Dude, even though the the, the um, fitness stores that sell that, that was on, like, three-month back orders. That's ridiculous. Yeah, man, it was I crazy. Just, I just started on the walking program, man, but now it's getting cold, so I might have to turn my basement into a gym, man, get my walk on. on. But uh, we'll see what's happening, man. Look. Um, they out here talking about it's a chain shortage, right? So, you know, ever since the pandemic... A, oh, a chain shortage, like coins. Yeah, coins. yeah, okay. C-H-A-N-G-E. So they yeah. saying, you know, the drive through they don't even want your money. They don't want to touch no money. They, like, swipe it, and you, they almost looking at you funny if you ain't got a card, especially the one with the chip in it. You swipe your card, and that's it. And some people just been like, keep the change, you know, it's like a sixteen eighty seven, And, you know, you give them that $20 bill, they'll be like, keep the change. Cause the store is really not making no change, giving back the change. So now I'm about to say, is all the people with the Crown Royal bags with the change in it for poker <laughs> night? Is they about to run the world? Cause they say it take two pennies to make one penny with all the manufacturing and the stamping and all that <laughs> stuff, man. 
So what's up? It ain't it's a chain shortage out here. Yeah, I know. I, I was surprised when I started seeing the signs pop up in stores and I thought it was like here and there, but it is every store now has that sign. There's a national uh chain shortage, blah, 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 blah. But you know, one of the things that it made me think about, right, is I, I usually pay with a card and sometimes I carry cash and I would pay in cash and have change and I would take the change, anything I got it in the day and I would put it, you know, in a piggy bank or some, or give it to the kids and they would, you know, keep it. But then this pandemic made me think about like how dirty money is. Money is dirty. How dirty it is. Just think about that. Like from, from bills to coins, all the hands touching it. And the transfer of stuff, like when people give you change back and money back, they didn't they didn't touch it, felt on it. So I I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go back to using cash like that, cause I, I was like I you know I use my card, and even with the card, you know you give it to people. Or most of the times now businesses you just insert it yourself, so you don't have to switch it. Yeah. But it, at least it's contained in one little plastic square, right? Yeah. But like money is dirty, man, and I don't, I don't know going forward. If it is people gonna be recommended using change like that. Man, they said the majority of hundred dollar bills in circulation in the United States got cocaine on them. So you already know money is dirty. <laughs> hey, well, I guess all the other bills got COVID on it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they need to put some some COVID protection and put some microband on it, spray them bills before they come out the thing. Man, you know who who uh you know who is not short on coins? Man, who's look, that? South Africa, right? They have this Ooh. big lotto. It's like a like South Africa Powerball, right? These jokers drew the numbers. You want to know what the numbers was? What's the numbers? Five, six, okay, seven, what? eight, no. nine, mm. and the Powerball was ten. No, oh, it no. was a big, a big scandal erupted. Man, they said I... while this is improbable, it wasn't fixed. Man, them brothers and sisters in South Africa was not having it, man. So, like, it was like a multi-million dollar jackpot. Like, 18 to 24 people won $375,000 apiece because they played the 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Who was drawing these numbers? Missy Elliott, wow. I feel the win. 5, 6, 7, <laughs> 8, 9, 10. That's crazy, man. I'm, I'm trying to get some coin, too. But them numbers came like that. What's up? That, wow. You know, that is... You know, okay. First, I would say... It's not impossible, right? Because it's it's numbers. So I guess any combination of numbers is whatever the odds are pulling that number. But in 2020, I think that is that just speaks to the year. Then in 2020, you would get a lot of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. People like if, it, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen this year in 2020. Yeah. So that that is amazing. Just if it happens at any time. But to happen in 2020, that that just feels on brand. Even a even a lotto, you'd be like, dang, 2020 got us. I need to put me one of them dirty $20 bills on one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> and the Powerball number six. I'm trying to get paid out here. Wow. And people, like you said, people won. They got they got paid. So, but I, you know, if I if I was the one that didn't win and I played that lotto, I would be mad. Lost. I was just like, come on, that's some that's some bull right there. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That don't that don't sound right. This is a fix. This is a fix. Yep. Man, um, you was talking about TV. They said Warner Brothers is gonna stream 
the movies for 2021, 30 days for free on HBO Max, but they're going to have them in the theater at the same time. You know who's pissed off about that? Them people that paid $30 for Mulan <laughs> to see it early, and yeah. then um, it came out like free on Disney+. Plus. So what you think, man? I mean, they said Wonder Woman 84. That's supposed to be coming out. That's the first one. But uh, you got to have the HBO Max to have that. And these movies will be free. You can watch them all you want for 30 days. After that, they'll be in the theaters only. So they put them on the home video. So what's up, man? You you won't have to yeah, get the I, HBO I, Max? I think, I think the movie industry, right, like they are rethinking their model, right? Like their model was, you know, we send these movies to theaters. This is the only place that folks kind of get these movies. Eventually, they move to streaming. And what happened is like the the days between being released in the theater and then being released on streaming has gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. And it's almost what they almost simultaneously happening, right? Where you release a movie in the theater and on uh, streaming at the same time. So I think that's just the movie industry trying to grapple with the new reality. I can tell you. The city I live in right now, Baltimore, mm -hmm. the mayor came out this week and saying, look, it's bad. We shutting stuff back down. So movie theaters, y'all close. Man. You can't it's go gonna, to the movie theater no more. So like, what crazy. you going to do? So It's going to be crazy, man. Somebody like uh, Bezos or somebody like that just going to come in and buy these whole theater chains and then refit them to make up, you know, make them fit for COVID. And uh, movies is going to be a lot, lot different, bro. So we'll see, we'll see how yep. that turns out, man. You can't have, yep. you know, 200 people in the movies and, um, you know, people ain't got their masks on, et cetera, et cetera. Man. Yep. It's, it's about the distribution model now. They have to figure out their new distribution model. Is it going straight to streaming or is movie theaters, is that the best distribution model now? Yeah, yeah. You know who going to make out on this? Redbox. Everybody was shaming Redbox because <laughs> yeah. you had Redbox or you was going to Redbox. Let me tell you, them people that still go to Redbox, they are loyal because they ain't. They don't necessarily have a streaming service or whatever. Yeah, they get them movies. Man, Redbox is about to come back. I'm telling yep. you, you right you're now. Right. You're right. It's, especially in an economic downturn, you're looking to save some dollars, like streaming services and all these things. You know that that you know. It, it can add up, you know? And so at least Redbox lets you get content, but you can control the cost of that content, so. Exactly. Man, you know who was uh, coming back? You know what's coming back? Moonshine. This couple <laughs> went to do a renovation in their house during the pandemic. So they had to break out a wall to get it down to the studs. They started to break down the wall Behind the wallpaper and stuff, 66 bottles of premium old school moonshine. Wow. Labeled and whatnot. They had to figure out what they had, right? Wow. So they got in contact with them. Um, this is like a well-known moonshiner from back in the day. They got back, uh, they got in contact with his family. They said, oh yeah, Pappy was a moonshiner. This is Pappy's <laughs> moonshine. Yeah. Broke them off a bottle of the moonshine. They kept a bottle of the moonshine and they selling, they found 66 bottles. They're going to sell the other 64 bottles for about a thousand to $2,000 a piece. That'll help Wait, a bottle? Wait, you said a bottle? A bottle. 
Like, wow. like, like this guy is dead. So whatever, like whatever his formula was, you can't yeah, get that known. moonshine no more. It's and known, the moonshine yeah. kept. It was like airtight. So mm. man, what you gonna do when you find sixty-six bottles of moonshine in the wall? Man, you know, I'm I'm definitely gonna keep some bottles. <laughs> so I have it. But like, if they selling for a thousand dollars a bottle, uh, yeah, I'm I'm selling that. That's that's amazing though. Um, you know, just especially during this time, um, you know, I like I I like watching a show that comes on. What is it called? Is it called Moonshiners? I can't Moonshiners think of it. Moonshiners on Discovery Channel. Yeah, on Discovery Channel. Yeah. yeah, and their tagline is like, um, "Times like these call for strong spirits," and it's yeah. like this is like this is moonshine making time right here. So them boys, they they be out there grinding in the woods, making a moonshine and selling it. So I know if he found something in his house, like I can see why it's going for a thousand dollars a bottle. People want that. Man, look, it wouldn't have been no story about me finding the moonshine. It just would have been for sale, and <laughs> over and kaput. I would have took me a sip and held on to the rest of it for like New Year's or something, and that's it. I would have found me the local community bootlegger and be like, look, I want my $30,000 in cash. You can double it up. That's just how the illegal game go and be done with it. I'm not going to be all out here on eBay and meeting you in dark alleys trying to get that 60 grand. I'll take 30 grand cash. I'm good to go. Ain't, ain't you know, good. Like, dump it off to somebody else that specializes in moonshine. I ain't no moonshine dealer. And I certainly <laughs> wouldn't have went to the press with that shit. But you you know, Nook, like, even thinking about that moonshine and you like, Man, that moonshine, I don't know how old or whatnot, and when people really buy it. But we've done stories in 2020 where people have been drinking hand sanitizer mm, mm, mm. and going blind. Ridiculous. So usually you would hear that with moonshine. Like you get a bad batch of moonshine and, you know, you drink it and it make you go blind. But people have obviously been drinking hand sanitizer and going blind. So if you find some moonshine in the walls of your old house and you sell it, it people, people going to buy it. That's crazy. That's great. Yeah, they had a bender in Russia. They ran out of liquor. Some genius decided to have start drinking hand sanitizer. Seven people died at the party. Mm. Now, okay, this, this is why I don't understand. Well, one, you shouldn't be drinking hand sanitizer. But how seven people die? Like, you know, if if the first first one, like, I'm going to let you drink it and let's just see what was going to happen. Let's just wait around and see see the effect it's going to have on on this person who drank it first before we follow that. We don't all drink it at the same time. You know, that's how you got seven people there. They all drank it at the same time and didn't have a tester. Unbelievable, man. They crazy. Hey, you know, uh, speaking about people following each other, into the pits of hell, uh, they have something that's a swingers convention in New Orleans called oh, Naughty Nolans, right? So now they didn't <laughs> cancel everything under the sun in 2020, but the organizers of this swingers convention decided to go ahead and have the swingers convention. So he said that he was real protective. You know, he had the little footprints on the floor, encouraging people to stay six feet apart. Wait, wait, and he did so he did the social distance at the swingers event. Well at the Which is, sounds like an oxymoron. Like 
<laughs> just at the at the registration. We're gonna, we're gonna practice social distancing here at this big gathering that we came to mix all up in together with. Exactly, and they had the contactless. You know, you just um swipe your card at the registration desk. It was all prepaid, so it wasn't no cash, nothing like that. Yeah, so everything sounded good, right? Forty-one people from the swingers convention tested positive for the COVID. Forty. Forty-one people. Forty-one. The only way this could have been funnier if it was sixty-nine people that tested positive <laughs> for COVID. Oh my God, that's yeah. just like, and you know, it's it's crazy. Like when you think about it, it's like that's not surprising, but it is like it is just like, uh, yeah. Like what what else do you think would happen? Was there exactly. any other outcome that was possible from that? Like, yeah. there's no way to stay safe. I mean, they thinking they rolling in there coming up with the clap or something like that, and they just 41 people. I mean, that's the only that's the only thing we know about is the 41 cases. Yeah, you're right. You know, telling what other cases or what else they got might be going on, man. So, uh, you know, a swingers convention is not a necessity in 2020. No, no, no. That's that's man, that's gotta be one of the <laughs> the most interesting COVID stories we've done for 2020. Unbelievable. Um, you know, if you, if you had to do a ranking of like how I caught the COVID, <laughs> it's yeah. got to be, it's got to be a, a ranking of like, you know, best to worst scenarios of catching the COVID. And yeah. I just wonder like where that falls. Swingers convention, definitely the worst, bro. Definitely the worst. Unbelievable. Hey, I got two more quick stories. Florida wildlife, they got this uh, invasive species of python, right? They down there talking about they're going to kill the python and put the snake meat in restaurants for people to eat. Well, I ain't eating no snake, bro. Well, you did say this was Florida, right? This is Florida. So that explains everything. Any, anytime you leave with uh, Florida, you expect to hear something. Oh, look, T. Petty is here. T. Petty. T. Petty is in the house. How you doing? Comatose. <laughs> yeah. T Betty, you've been out there grinding, making them dollars. I ain't made enough dollars. I've been on call since six forty-five this morning. Ooh, so that, that is that is. Pay my bills because I'm tired of this bullshit. Working is not for me. I'm not built for this. It's a trap. T Petty, we, we was talking earlier about like um, that is just so representative of like. 2020 of of people just like trying to figure out this grind and having to grind in a new way and it is a lot it's been overwhelming for 2020 just all the changes people go through and i think at the end of this year it feels like everybody's trying to get everything in the last few weeks of the year yeah yeah absolutely so look yeah, about 20 more days left in. T. Petty, don't even sweat this. It's all good. We got you. Your boy got you. I got you. Producer E got you. You need to lean on us. You know your boy come with the jokes and enlighten it with the humor. All of us do. So if you need us, you call us. And um, I, hey, you give me Where your boss's first name. I'll go to my Where burner phone. And you know, I'll be like. Where is the liquor? Huh? I know you got me on the jokes. Yes. I know you got me on the support. Where is the liquor? We, oh, we yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we will send Drizzly. We'll send yeah. a Drizzly order <laughs> right away. <laughs> it's coming from the North Pole, so it might be a minute, but yeah, we, we got you. We got you. Okay. 
Uh, Bullshit. Okay, I'm sorry. No did, you, did, you, did you have one one of those um, colleagues on the call that just keep asking questions? <laughs> when it's time to end, they they ask them at the end. No, no, not like your coworkers. No, <laughs> this was all technical issues. This wasn't this wasn't a people issue. Oh, the tech. That's been the story of 2020. The tech. It's the tech. Absolutely. See, Patty, we're gonna let you go first on this last subject on the after party. Breakdancing has been approved for the 2024 Paris Olympics. I don't know if uh, Ozone and Turbo, uh, who's <laughs> going to be crazy legs, going to be judges in Paris, but how do you judge a breakdancing competition in the Olympics? Gold, silver, bronze, the top three breakdancers in the world will be crowned in 2024. How are they going to do that? Um, so they're gonna gentrify the fuck out of it. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> the top three people ain't none of them gonna be black. Mm. Never thought the hip hop would take it this far, but this is not <laughs> the direction that I thought it was going in. You know, when I saw that, I was like, you know what? Our culture is amazing, but then I was like, we can't have shit. <laughs> And I'm okay. really on the on the moral that we can't have shit. I'm not even gonna watch it because it ain't gonna be right. Yeah, it's it's like 40 years plus past breaking and breaking to electric boogaloo. So i what they the kids call breakdancing now ain't shit. So it, it, you're right, T. Petty. It's gonna be interesting to see how they do this. Uh, Dries, how they gonna judge the breakdance competition? Like, is it gonna be you know, is it gonna be like spinning on your head? Is it gonna be like the worm? Popping and locking. How how they gonna judge this? What's gonna be the categories? You know, I I don't know how you like judge a, a breakdancing like contest in like 2020. It is like um, I think all the all the great great break dancers from like back in the day need to come back and like make a reappearance. And you have like the old school versus the new school, and then you see how it looks, and then see who stands up to that. I, I don't know how you judge a, a breakdancing contest today. Man, they gonna have like breaking three and breaking four gonna come out right before the Olympics. You already know this. And um, yeah, I, I don't know how they gonna judge. Like, can you market a gold medal? You ain't gonna be on no Wheaties box if you win the break, you know, if you win the breakdance <laughs> competition. So like, what can you do with that? You just gonna go back to your job like regular and look, if America don't win the gold medal in the breakdance competition, it's going to be some problems. They're going to try and have a fix in for France and the other countries. And hey, stuff. look, I think China going to take it. China going to take the breakdance. I don't care who it is. They're going to be from China. Like we man, talked Korea, about this before. They got Korea like and billions Japan of people. Too, man. Them boys is bad. And girls. Yep. Man, so it's going to be interesting. All right, T. Petty, we're going to get out of here. This is uh, the after party. You got any final notes? I know you was out there, you know, making uh, that money. But uh, <laughs> any last notes before we sign out of here on the after party? Fuck 2020. Let's get out of this bitch. <laughs> I don't give a damn what happens in 2021, but this fuck-ass year will be over. And that's all I'm concerned about. And my birthday is in the first week of next year, so that's Turn up. On. There it is. Turn it up. Just let me end this year. T Petty, I, I think you, you said the sentiment everybody was feeling about 2020. That's a great way to close out. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. In the words of Martin Payne, 2020 
get to stepping. Listen to the Digital Gumbo Friday after party. Make sure that you find us uh, for our previous episodes. No matter where you get your podcast, download, subscribe so that you get the notifications the minute we drop a new episode. Rate us five stars and um, share. 